Good morning and welcome back to Mental Mosaic with this segment of African American Roots covering identity in the black community. The institution of slavery lasted from 1691 when Dutch introduced the first captured Africans onto American soil until 1865 when it officially ended. On January 1st, 1863, Lincoln officially declared slaves within any state or designated part of a state in rebellion shall be free, thenceforth, and forever free. However, it was not until 1865 with the end of the Civil War and the passing of the 13th Amendment that slavery would officially end in all of America. However, the impact of slavery had lasting results. The slave took the things that began in slavery out into the world as free African-Americans. We struggled with issues such as the loss of identity and the need for self-discovery. This is the time when African-Americans were doing everything that they possibly could in order to find themselves. They were getting involved in music and getting involved in entertainment and writing and trying to find a voice for people that were oppressed for so long and who have been silenced for so long and sought a platform in order to release those feelings of rage that had to be hidden during the time of slavery. We see the loss of understanding of self and the need to find the way back to those things occurring after slavery, but also being a very big issue in today's society. You have African Americans who do not understand the history of their ancestors and therefore don't understand themselves. They're perpetuating stereotypes that once would have been um, rejected openly by African American leaders. Those things now are being embraced as part of who we are as a people. And this is extremely problematic because we it's simply causing the efforts that were put forth by our ancestors to be dismissed and disregarded as we take a step backwards. And it makes it a lot easier to oppress a group of people when they are perpetuating stereotypes, when they are showing themselves to be ignorant and to be uneducated and not even to have the desire to learn or to grow. And this is an identity crisis. This is a, a problem where you have young people who do not see themselves as kings and queens. They don't see their value. They would never ever call themselves valuable or argue that they have any self-worth. Their main goal is to be listened to, to be heard. They're fighting for their voice. However, when they get the opportunity in the platform, they don't even know what to say. And it is simply this rebellious nature because of the frustration that comes from not understanding who you are, for not understanding what it took to get you to the place where you are, and the necessity of you as the individual to continue to build upon the foundation that was laid for you. It is a saying that if you don't know where you come from, you can't possibly know where you're going. And I say that that is the struggle of the African-American generation today is that they have no 
clue at all of where they come from, of the things that happened before, the the road that was set to get them to the place where they are. And because of that, they are embracing these negative images of self and what it means to be African-American and not understanding how negative the impact is on them as a person as well as those that will come after them. It is time to deal with this identity crisis head on. We can't sit back and ignore it or pretend as though it is not an issue. We also can't expect young people who don't even realize that they're in crisis to fix themselves. I hear older people often complaining about this generation, complaining about their lack of respect, complaining about their lack of understanding, their ignorance, um, even their stereotypical actions. And yet, they're not actually teaching them anything. In a lot of cases, I see that the older generation has kind of given up because they feel as though they themselves are helpless. And it is time for that to change. Education is key. And these young people need to understand that they are lost in order for them to be found. It needs to be a push to teaching our young people who they are and encouraging them to continue to work towards betterment instead of accepting the situation that they're in for instead of sitting down with their arms crossed and pouting and saying that this is the hand that I was dealt and there's nothing I can do about it and I have to simply accept the lot that I was given it needs to be taught that this is not you come from people who fought through their tragedy they fought through their pain they fought through their oppression just to live as a slave each day was a fight a belief that one day something may change. And even those who fought in the midst of knowing that they could be killed, knowing that they could be lynched, knowing that that their families could be put in danger, knowing all of the risk and doing it anyway is what African Americans are made of. That is the history that needs to be understood for true identity to be gained in the African-American community. Young people need to be told and reminded of these stories. And I and the problem that I see, especially as an educator in the public school system, is that the young people who sit in the seats do not have any frame of reference for what it actually meant to overcome in the black community. And while for some, they say that teaching about African-American history um, actually perpetuates racism, I say that the opposite is that it is highly racist to ignore the struggles of an entire group of people and try to diminish those struggles because it makes other people um, feel uncomfortable by the subject matter. The reality of true moving, truly moving away from racism and racist concepts is to educate. You need to help the people and the young people that, that come into contact with education and that are forced to sit in public school systems when they don't want to be there. And for a lot of these children who are black and brown, if you actually talk to them, part of their struggle and their, their disinterest with education is because they don't see images that look like them. They aren't given heroes that actually had brown skin. They are made to believe that, um, 
those who look like them actually needed saving. And therefore, that is why we don't talk about them because they didn't contribute anything. They needed a savior. And therefore, um, colonization came along and saved the lost brown nation. And we know that to not be accurate. And again, these lies are what is shaping this generation. When you teach a group of people that they have nothing to offer except for violence, except for sexuality, except for inferiority, then they buy into those concepts. And that is why our generation is becoming more and more lost, because in their minds, they have nothing that they can contribute that is worth value because they're not taught that anyone that has ever looked like them has contributed anything that is worth value. You can't just talk about four or five major figures and I argue accepted figures in the in this country and in society and believe that that is enough to make these young people understand the power and the resiliency of the african-american race it is absolutely ridiculous that that is the is the idea behind limiting young people to the same figures over and over and over again when we there are thousands of examples of african-americans that have contributed to american society in major ways that are intelligent and that have um accomplish things against all odds, but those are not the things that they learn about. African-American history classes are considered electives. American history only includes a small blurb about slavery and then continues on as if nothing else ever happened. And this is a problem. It is, an, it is a major problem in this country, and it will continue to present a problem for the country as a whole because, again, the generation that is coming now is a generation that has to understand why they're doing something in order for them to do it. That is their nature. If they do not see this thing as important or necessary or if they do not feel like it applies to them, it no longer interests them. Well, this plays into the fact of them not knowing who they are because a lot of the issues that come up is because they believe that the stereotypes are true. So if you were to teach them things that are not stereotypical in nature, if you were to teach them that there are many examples of doctors and lawyers and scientists and astronauts and inventors that looked like them, then it would change their mindset to believe that they were also able to accomplish these things, that they are more than just violent and they are more than just sexual and that they are more than just a problem in this country and they will stop acting as such. But what what has happened is that they are taught that their accomplishments are little and therefore their abilities are limited and so they have to fit into the stereotypes that are given to them and it is creating more and more of a problem identity crisis it is time for these young people to understand that they their identity should be shaped by the richness and the contributions and the resilience of an, a group of people that even after being oppressed for hundreds of years said that this is not the end of our story. We can break out of these molds. We can go on to do things that no one ever thought we were 
capable of doing in spite of our dark past. That is what you want to arm our young people with. African-Americans should be learning about their past in order to inform their present. If I, as a child, understand that there are people who look like me that were able to do great things in this country, it is more likely that I will aspire to be like those people. But if all the images that I'm given are negative ones, then that is what I think is normal, and therefore that is what comes to define me and who I am as a person. It is necessary for the changing of the tide, especially at this moment, at this peak when we are in, at, in such a transition. Um, this is really a transitional stage in this country when it comes to race and race relations and understanding. When you have um, recently coming out of it an administration with an African-American president, you also have movies that are being made such as Black Panther and A Wrinkle in Time where you're seeing images that have never been seen before. This is the key time, the peak of time when we as a people should be teaching our young people when education should be saying yes it is necessary for African Americans to understand the importance of African American history in this country because African American history is American history you cannot remove African Americans have been in every stage um, of the development of this country since the beginning there was an African American on ships when they came over to the Americas but people do not want to talk about that. Oh, no, because it is it is made to believe that, again, African-Americans have never truly contributed to the growth and the advancement of American society. And it is ridiculous. Wake up. Wake up, people. Identity is formed by understanding of the past, no matter how painful that past may be. You cannot deny that oppression has always been a part of this society. African-American oppression built America. America was built on the backs of African-Americans that were oppressed. Acknowledge it and move past it. It doesn't have to be a crutch, and that is not at all what is being pushed here. What's being pushed is that it needs to be more incorporated in history itself in order for young people to really gain the momentum and understand that if ancestors who had to deal with disease and had to deal with enslavement and had to deal with being beaten and raped and sold away from their families, if they could survive that, if they could survive lynchings and Jim Crow laws and being spat upon and being beaten just to try to get an education, if they could survive that, being assassinated simply because they spoke out and they're trying to unite a group of people, if they can survive that, police brutality on multiple occasions, not just in recent years, but throughout American history, being treated as second-rate citizens on a regular and consistent basis, again, if your ancestors that look like you can survive that, what can you not survive? What can you not face and come out on the other side victorious? 
you have to believe that and that shapes the the identity of a people but if they don't know they're only being shaped by the stereotypes that are given to them that are negative and are inaccurate it is time for a change and a shift into actually educating the masses in an effort to build identity that is positive that actually contributes positive things to this society that contributes positive things to the african-american family that contributes positive in it uh things to education and to um, industrialism and to the world it is time for us to understand that our next generation doesn't have to be lost but they will be lost if no one takes out the time to sit them down and say listen you are more than this you are better than this you come from royalty and royalty conducts themselves as such you do not have to be whatever everyone else believed that you are or were. You do not have to perpetuate these stereotypes. You can carry yourselves as kings and queens with the knowledge that someone out there believes in you, that every person that died, that bled and died for you to accomplish the things that you have been able to accomplish, understood that those who came after them would continue to, to carry on the fight. Leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr. understood that he would not live forever, but he hoped and prayed that he would put something and instill something into the people who heard his voice that would live on forever. It is not enough to talk about Martin Luther King Jr. on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday or to mention him during black history, but to carry on his legacy actually means to educate and to build understanding amongst races and amongst people. Martin Luther King Jr. paved the way because he knew that those who came behind him would walk in his footsteps, but he knew that the road that he laid only went to a certain point and that those who came after would have to continue to lay the way for those who came in the future. The only way for that pavement to continue, the only way for that road to success and achievement in this country to continue to be built and to grow and to go further and further and further is that the, those who exist now, the generation that will have to carry it on, have to understand what it is they're working for and what it is they're fighting for. And the only way for them to know that is for someone to tell them, for you to look in your, your children's faces and say, you are something special. You offer something special to the world. You have the tools in your mind to change the world because you come from exceptional people. And the blood that runs through your veins is exceptional blood. And it's not to say that those who are not in the African-American community do not have exceptional anything. What it means to say is that those who are in the African-American community have not been told, have not been built up, have not been given the foundation of stability that white society has been given. They don't understand their purpose. They don't understand how great they are. And as an educator, we 
I know and other educators understand that children need to be built up and encouraged. Children who struggle the most in classrooms are the ones who don't realize their capabilities. And it takes a good teacher to speak life into them, to speak life into their situations, to say, you can do this. And that is the same thing that needs to happen in the African-American community. Someone needs to speak life into these young people and say, you're more than this. You can overcome this. You can do this. You are great and you can be great. Once again, thank you for listening. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Mental Mosaic, on Instagram at Mental Mosaic, or via email at mentalmosaic1 at gmail.com. You can also hear my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or Pocket. You all have a great day.